Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the back. Yeah, it's been a long time. I'm sorry about that. My fault entirely. It's been a busy summer. You know, things are happening, have been happening, are happening, and will continue to happen. Anyway, good to be with you today. And for a very, very special, I might add, Halloween episode. You probably smelled it. It's in the air. The dead leaves and the crunch and the brisk temperature and the jeans and the flannel and the thing and the coffee. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's actually my favorite time of year. Not only... Because of the change in wardrobe, I, I do love my jeans, and I do love a good uh, a good jacket. But around this time of year, there's this obligation to meet the quota of October movies. We do the same thing for December. I mean, it's not really Christmas if you don't squeeze in Jimmy Stewart or uh, even Jim Carrey's CGI fest of Christmas Carol. It's just not, it, it can't, I can't appreciate it if I don't not check those boxes. So October's the same way. And instead of like a marathon of movies this year, I thought I would dig up some books, which to be fair, could even be more terrifying than on the screen because it's just happening in your mind. And um, I dug into an, art, uh, an author. His name is Ru Murakami. Yeah, I know it's synonymous with... Haruki Murakami, but um, this guy is a little bit darker, not a little bit significantly darker. And I started with one of his books called Piercing. And I don't want to give too much away, but basically, Piercing, it's a guy who likes to pierce, right? Okay. And uh, that came out in 1994. And before Piercing, there was a book called Coin Locker Babies, which is apparently Hideo Kojima's one of his favorite books. The guy who did, you know, Death Stranding. Metal Solid. Uh, later on, Murakami has In the Miso Soup and Audition in 1997. And for those of you who study Japanese horror films, you might recognize Audition as one of those films that either profoundly disturbed you or you just didn't see it, in which case you weren't disturbed. But either way, uh, you should check out those books by Ru Murakami, or don't if you want your psyche clean and squeaky. So that's 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 entirely up to you. Uh, anyway, it is that spooky season, but with the spooky season comes an aesthetic explosion around Japan, especially around the area of Niigata. So today, uh, we're going to take a step back from history and focus more on a top five list that I have compiled about places to see and experience the phenomena known as Mojimigari. And Mojimigari basically means red leaf hunt. Similarly to the Sakura Hanami Festival, visitors and pilgrims traverse the archipelago in search of the ideal spots to get a load of these beautiful, beautiful leaves. So that being said, let's get cracking. Uh, and the first place we're going to go today is Yuzawa. And Yuzawa is most famously known for the location of the book Snow Country. But it's not snowing now. It is, however, an excellent place to see some beautiful reds and golds. Um, so you've got winter sports there, which is awesome. But even in the autumn, the area's famous mountain called Naeba, it can be seen in all of its august majesty via the Dragon Dola, which is actually Japan's longest ropeway. It's about 5,481 meters. You can see not just the vibrant mountains, but also the rushing Kyotsu River, 
as the gondola swoops down into the gorge just like a dragon. And if you have time, check out the canyon a little bit further down with its fiery red maple trees. Truly gorgeous. Truly, truly, truly. All right, moving on down the road. We have Lake Okutadami. And Lake Okutadami is actually a very huge man-made lake made in the 60s to supply power uh, around uh, Tohoku and uh, Tokyo, actually. But it doesn't excuse it from being one of those celebrated spots around Niigata to see the fall leaves on the trees. Nestled in the Uonuma area, actually, a uh, quick note here, the Uonuma area is also one of the best places to get koshi hikari rice, but we'll talk about that later. Anyway, uh, around the lake, visitors can meander around the water's edge, immersing themselves in the peaceful scenery, or make a 40-minute loop on Lake Okutadami's sightseeing boat to completely soak in the spectacular display. The whole area is worth uncovering, really, as Okutadami is not only Japan's largest man-made lake, but it's also one of the best places to witness the natural phenomenon of Takigumo. It's a waterfall of rolling clouds that rises up from the lake's surface in the early hours of the morning. And it happens around the fall when the when the land cools down. But if to witness it properly, you have to like stand from a certain distance and capture it in the early hours of the morning. Truly, like yeah, five or six a.m. But it's gorgeous. If you, if you can spot it, it's like it's like seeing a dragon for the first time. It's awesome. Anyway, check it out if you can. Next, we have Mount Hakaisan, and Mount Hakaisan it towers over the city of Minami Uonuma. Again, it's very close to Lake Okutadami and is renowned as one of the three Echigo Mountains. As summer fades, the mountains surrounding Hakaisan transform into a kaleidoscope of vivid reds, oranges, and yellows. Just like in Yuzawa, the Hakaisan ropeway, it spans about, actually, it's about half of the ropeway in uh, the Dragondola, but still, with an elevation of 771 meters, with a seven-minute journey and a panoramic view of the Uonuma Plain. At the mountaintop observation deck, a breathtaking 360-degree vista unfolds, and on clear days, the Sea of Japan and even Sado Island can be seen. But hang tight, before you descend the mountain, a trip to the iconic Hakaisan Sake Brewery is a must. Here, visitors can savor exquisite sakes crafted using the purest waters in the region. And this is uh, not a, it's not a tourist trap at all, but it's something that even locals and visitors alike can agree on, that this place... I mean, you just got to drink the sake, but maybe drink the sake after you do the ropeway tour so you don't fall out or throw up outside of it. Can you imagine getting hit by like a puddle of yak like from that elevation? Oof. Anyway, on that note, let's take a quick break and hear a word from our gracious sponsors.夢見る瞳のマネキン君はいつも舞台の主役麗しのマネキンでも君は何も答えてくれない今美しいインテリアに囲まれて私のそばインテリアからマネキンまでお店作りのコンサルタント参考マネキン ミニキャブ 4WD登場。Now, back to the show. 
<laughs> check it out. It's definitely, definitely, definitely worth seeing. Next up is Yahiko Park. And Yahiko Park is renowned throughout even the whole nation uh, for its Mo Momiji Valley. And as we mentioned before, Momiji, uh, Momiji Gari is the red leaf hunt. And the Momiji Valley is pretty much these, the red leaf valley. It's a quintessential fall delight with its vermilion painted Kangetsu Bridge surrounded by a canopy of gold and crimson. The 132,000 square meter park contains pretty much all the embodiments of autumn. So, you know, after you walk around for a little bit and you pay your respects at the popular Yahiko Shrine, if you're tired, rest your feet in the nearby Ashiyu footbath and then wait a while until nightfall when the park becomes illuminated, covering everything in a brand new light. And, and seriously, this is worth saying because typically when we think about the fall, you know, we're in the daytime or walking around or whatever, but at nighttime, the genius idea to cast spotlights on the leaves, it just, it just transforms everything to this otherworldly realm. I don't know. It's, it's amazing. You have to see it to believe it. Uh, and last but not least, we have Muramatsu Park. And Muramatsu is settled in the northern town of Gosen. And this is one of those typically top spots in Niigata for Cherry Blossom viewing again. But again, we've got a place that serves a dual purpose as, and it, as it transforms around September and October. It's ideal for nature enthusiasts, photographers, uh, and also unanimously, it's been, it's been ranked third in Niigata's 100 scenic spots by the citizens of the prefecture and is truly one of those gems with a tranquil atmosphere and abundance of seasonal beauty. You, you really had to go and experience it yourself. So there we have it, the top five Moji Megari spots in Niigata. Just to summarize, Yuzawa with its Dragondola, Mount Naiba and Canyons, Lake Okutadami, Mount Hakaisan, Yahiko Park, and Muramatsu Park. You know, it's, it's, it's really amazing because Niigata is filled with this such diverse and unspoiled landscape. Um, you really can appreciate it all year round. However, for me personally... Uh, I really love beating the summer heat, and the best way to do it is just to really explore and find these uh, these these jewels. Uh, I'm putting myself to sleep here. Are you still with me? Good. Whew. Anyway, uh, great to see you guys. Awesome, awesome to hang out again. Um, it's getting cooler. Halloween's coming. Go carve a pumpkin, put some jeans on, and I'll see you next time. Ja, matane.